for a wild night. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 114 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It's great to be back on another beautiful Friday evening here joining you from Portland, Oregon. And uh, it's been kind of a crazy day for me, really excited to be home and, and get start on the weekend. And um it's my always my favorite night of the week, talking about Hearthstone, hanging out with friends and stuff. And so I'm joined tonight by two of my favorite people. Uh, Sheep is off tonight doing some family stuff. I have a wonderful stand in. Uh, but first, Hydralisk, welcome back. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I'm back and I have electricity. So hey. far. <clears throat> uh, as you know, if you listened uh, last week, my electricity completely cut out halfway through the show. But uh, I still don't have cell phone service because that went out early this morning. And for everybody else all across the nation, if you have Rogers. So that's cool. But uh, no, doing well. And I'm great to be back. <laughs> we do have a, <laughs> a, a wonderful stand in. It's not, but he speaks French. It's and he speaks French. It's a bonus trait right there. I'm telling you. Welcome back to the show, Blue Train. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I went back to Montreal to visit family, and I will tell you that my French is none too good anymore. Uh -oh. Living living out here on the West Coast, uh, best coast for 12 years, has really uh, impacted my linguistic skill sets when it comes to speaking French. But what are you gonna do? Hey, I mean, you know, it always sounds impressive when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't too impressive to them. In fact, it was so bad that they'd pity switch to English for me. That's how you know. <laughs> oh, no, the French fallen. people had to pity switch to English. Yeah, and, and, and they don't, they don't, they, they, they have a high tolerance to pity switching. Wow. Does your wife speak French? No, she speaks Cantonese, Mandarin, and English. She tried to learn French, but uh, it, it was very difficult. So uh, we decided that five languages between the two of us was more than enough. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. You're always a, a great sit-in and guest host when uh, Sheep is away. So thank you very much for coming. It's great. It's my pleasure. I always love being here. Thank you. We got some fun surprises tonight. I think a few a few things to talk about on the show um, and to debut, maybe is the right word. Maybe. So, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to be here tonight to uh, talk so, some Hearthstone. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash borntobewildhs. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps. However, you're watching, listening or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today thank you yes you right there yeah thank you everybody it's it's great to be here and i really appreciate especially those of you joining us live on twitch uh, so thank you it's always great to interact and and see uh, what everybody's up to so thanks for being here um before we get started into the main topics of tonight's show real quick housekeeping so 
Um, very gigantic thank you to Shokunin, who's the executive producer of our show. And uh, we'll be talking about a giant giveaway that he's sponsoring in just a minute. Um, but also to the other patrons of our show. Uh, your support really um, means the world to us. And it helps us fund things like uh, giveaways and the website and um, you know prizes for the listener series and stuff like that. And so it's just it uh, it's, we were very grateful for your support. Um, if you are someone who enjoys the content and would like to um, help support, there's a few ways that you could do that. Uh, either like liking, subscribing to our stuff on YouTube really helps. Also writing any sort of reviews on iTunes or whatever podcast app helps other people find us. Um, if you're watching this on Twitch, we do have some cool emotes that you can unlock by following for free. And there's others that you can unlock by subscribing. Uh, we work with a really talented artist named Christina Oe, and she's wonderful. We've got some really fun emotes. Um, and, uh, if you want to subscribe, you can do it for free with, uh, Amazon prime. Um, last thing, uh, we've got some new merch. We've talked about it recently, but, uh, we do have some pretty cool shirts up on the shop with, uh, with some new designs and stuff. And so we'll have to do another one, I guess, for this upcoming set. Typically we'll work with Christina to do some new artwork every time a new set comes out. And so, uh, this last one is, is very, uh, swordfish or fish rogue themed because that's kind of what our jam has been for the past several months but uh (laughs) but we'll have to do like a sherlock holmes or murder mystery or some kind of something or other for this upcoming set so i will think about it but but soon soon anyways if you go to our website there's a link to the merch shop if anybody's interested the shirts are like 20 bucks um uh, and then if you're interested in donating to the show financially, we do have a Patreon. The links to all of this stuff, it can be found on our website, born to be wildhs.com. Also, we've got all of our YouTube stuff and all the show notes. If you're looking to, uh, copy and paste deck codes and, and find lore content and all that stuff. So born to be wildhs.com. All right, cool. That's the housekeeping. Um, wanted to just get it out of the way and then we can talk Hearthstone. So, um, one other thing talk about each week usually sheep will do this uh because sheep is the the like the uh spreadsheet guru um and and has been instrumental in uh helping with the listener series but we have our our born to our listener series um wild hearthstone tournament series that we uh, have been doing we are on the final week so um sitting here looking for my uh artwork here there it is um so this is the uh final week we are in um top two I really, it's, it's come down to Dr. BUMD versus Schmoopy Daddy, uh, for the finals. Um, and so, uh, this week's challenge is called the final battle. And I'm going to play a real brief sound bite from, uh, lore master Goliath, the dwarf, uh, telling us the lore behind this week's challenge. Through trickery and manipulation, Queen Najar was successful in breaking the chains of Nazar who in turn rescued her from death at the hands of the champions of Azeroth. With Nazoth released from its Titanrod prison, corruption spread across the land. Nyalotha, Nazoth's sleeping city, has awakened, and the champions of Azeroth venture deep into the horrific realm to confront mad heralds, inscrutable horrors, and Nazoth himself in a fight to determine the fate of the world. Nice. All right. That is. Goliath always uh, does such a good job with those. Right. I enjoy them. They're so fun. Uh, I I just this has been a, a really unique season for us trying something new, like trying to incorporate 
um, the lore stuff with the challenges, and it's been really fun. Goliath is amazing, and uh, I loved uh, that the epic narration of of the storyline part is just wonderful. So they never get old, um, and uh, it, it's always for me kind of a throwback to the old um, like little cinematics from Warcraft one and two uh, between missions. It, it the voice lines are so similar; it's great. So uh, yeah, this is the final week. Um, again, Dr. BUMD versus Schmoopy Daddy. Typically we were doing the matches after the show, but it has some schedule conflicts. And so we're, we're trying to sort out when we're going to do the final match. It might be this weekend. It might be next week or we'll keep everybody posted. Um, either way, it'll be up on YouTube in case, uh, people miss it live and be epic. Uh, it'll be great. <laughs> so the theme here we're talking about, um, you know, this is it, the final battle with Nazoth and corruption and everything. And so the primary challenge for this week is that each deck must contain at least eight corrupted cards. And the secondary challenge being that each deck must contain at least nine minions with a tribal tag. So tribes being Murlocs, Quillbore, Mech, Demon, etc. Um, and then uh, having this new set come out through a little bit of a... Um, a wrench in things because Prince Renathal uh, is a card, and so we uh, uh, to to make room for that we're scaling a little bit. So if if either competitor wants to use Prince Renathal on a deck, then the numbers scale up a little bit. And so instead of eight corrupted cards, it's like I don't know, is it eleven or twelve or something like that? Um. Anyways, should be a blast. Uh. Regardless, like big giant shout out to Schmoopy Daddy and to Doctor Bumd for making it this far. It's incredible. We've streamed a lot of their matches so far, and it's always just an absolute blast. Uh, really excited to see it. And there are some prizes involved. Um. And so very very excited to see how this all turns out. We'll keep you all posted on when that's going to be. So um, more to follow. After this week, we're going to be on hiatus, but we do typically listener series alongside every expansion. And so uh, we'll be doing one, I'm sure, probably in uh, maybe late August, early September, something like that. Yeah, um, sounds about right. So, yeah, I've, I've had a blast with it, though. So if anybody... I'd love to see that the idea that you came up with actually you know, came together because you're like, listen, guys, we got this crazy idea. <laughs> Normally we just come up with challenges, but let's actually do a theme. We're all kind of like, that sounds a little difficult, but hey, it's here it's, we are. It's so crazy that it just might work. Yeah, I will say, you know, it's it's corny, but uh, what is it saying? Love, love it when a plan comes together. Um and so it's you know it's been good to kind of see how how this uh all kind of came to be and it's been kind of fun it's been kind of fun and so maybe we'll uh we'll keep it going i haven't had time to study the lore from this new set yet but uh goliath says um we can have a great shadowlands theme for next round lots of material to work with on the topic that's great uh i love doing it and so we We'll have a little bit of downtime between the end of this one and the start of the next one to kind of plan some of this stuff. And um, I am curious about one thing, and I'm sure that once you have your lore episode, these uh -huh. questions will be answered. But like, I the, so the last Hearthstone expansion mm -hmm. with the Naga seemed very like tied to WoW lore, whereas this upcoming expansion, while it reminds me of One Night in Karazhan, where they kind of took something that was a thing, but really kind of expanded it and put their own twist on it because i don't remember so much whimsy 
with respect to this particular theme, but I, I could be mistaken. This is why I I am in need of lore episodes, because I, I do like to be informed. But I also don't like to do research, so it works out perfectly. <laughs> I will say, wow. like... Win-win. <laughs> yeah. I did the deep dive for the lore in Sunken City. I ended up writing some, you know, 20-page document or something, and, uh, you know, I it was kind of funny. My wife went out of town to visit her folks, and I was home by myself for the week and you know during the week it's all work and then on the weekend it was like oh what are you gonna do play some hearthstone or whatever and i did this like deep dive into the lore and spent probably eight hours like reading and writing and look outside and it's dark well what happened um i don't know anything about the shadowlands frankly i'm a little bit reluctant to like go down that rabbit hole quite yet but i'm excited to maybe yeah goliath i do the research so you don't have to yes please <laughs> but i'm looking forward to it too the lore is always fun and i think blue train you mentioned like the whimsy aspect and that's one of the things i think that keeps bringing me back to hearthstone because i've played other card games and they're fine but hearthstone not only is it really polished with the animations and the artwork and stuff but like the voice lines are hilarious like there's just the right mix of like serious and funny and I guess whimsy is the right word, and uh, it's been enjoyable. I like, uh, <laughs> I've been playing a bunch of uh, this degenerate Neptulon Big Priest, and every time uh, Neptulon attacks, <sighs> what does he say? Um, something about... Uh, oh, uh, gosh, you should it's... know, because you attacked me with them, like, 20 <laughs> times. Like 20 times? And it's something like, uh, what is it, something chum, right? Or... Uh, uh, I don't know. Hold on. And I've been playing it too, but I've been watching Netflix on the side. I usually play with the sound off. Well, Look at you... us. Three of us don't know the voice line in Neptilon, even though we've all played more Neptilon than oh, we've yeah. <laughs> Feeble prawns. Yeah, there it feeble is. Feeble prawns. prawns. <laughs> I was playing Neptilon in bed at like 11 o'clock last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, wait, hold on. Here, here it is. Oh, why is it playing this music? All right. This is from somebody's YouTube. All right. This is not what I'm looking for. Hold on. Uh... Pretty catchy tune. Yeah, that was pretty catchy. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Really liked it. All right here's from Mark. Uh, here's from Mark. Um, Mixy. This is a OTK Neptulon. I just want, I just, I'm looking for the sound. It's that feeble prawn, feeble prawn, feeble prawn. It's lovely. Let's fast forward to the kill. Right? We need Skipperino Mark's Mixerino. Source <laughs> <laughs> next card. Um, I think so. Uh oh. We need to put this up. Although he probably has a mask, so this is kind of irrelevant, right? I don't want to fast forward because then I'm going to get a commercial. Alright, wait, hold on. Here we go. Come on, say it. That was really cool. Say it, say it, say it. There we go. <laughs> Neptilon is a card. <laughs> oh, and then you heard Jaina die. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Feeble Typically what prawns. happens when he goes face. Uh, yeah. So... I totally forgot that we met on ladder until you reminded me. <laughs> oh, I was not. 
You I was didn't, not you didn't in forget. a happy place. It was more just that I was getting pe- You know what? It, you probably know better than I. It's like nobody, nobody wants to talk to you or have anything to do with you. But the second you cue a ranked ladder game, it's like you are you need you need to be looking at this thing you need to be in this conversation you need to have your attention on anything else other than your ipad computer or phone and you're wondering why you made choices in life (laughs) and uh i was playing the the hard to pilot deck and i was playing against the autopilot deck and uh, i made is why autopilot decks can be good sometimes it's not a question it's not a measure of you as a player it's it's a measure of how much you actually can devote to paying attention to your game i'm not apologizing (laughs) (laughs) nor should you i did you know what i did uh i did hit legend the honorable way so it's okay Oh, honor is relative that's true that's true every everyone's everyone's honorable deck is their least favorite so you know people people love the decks that win them games and hate the ones that cause them to lose that's true that's true all right i have uh some exciting news i got a, a really cool email this afternoon uh that um we have uh where is my little graphic here this is not us that's martian boo but we will be joining martian boo (laughs) we've been invited back to the uh, theory crafting event on july 21st and so that's very cool um very very excited to be able to participate in that and um was that an absolute blast last time getting to play with the new cards, getting to use the golden celebration card back and pretending that we actually like earned it. Um, yeah, we'll do that again. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it was cool. We got to use all the new skins before they came out. And so that was really cool. Um, and they had said that wild was a big hit last time. And so I imagine that there may be even more of us joining. I don't really know, but I'm really excited. And so I've seen uh, like, I've seen this post from Martian Boo. I've seen um, Raffle as well will be joining us, and I imagine there's a handful of people um, that'll probably because you there. need you need people to queue games to queue into them. So hey, that's right. Uh, that that that's kind of why I really enjoyed the event because every game felt like a show match. Right? It was a really nice community event. I'm really happy to see them doing this again. I I, I really enjoyed being a spectator and. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it'll be fun to see over the next day or two who else is going to be uh, participating. Right, and um, we might not—we uh, might not even see until early next week. Because so here's what happens, right? I mean, I, I don't want to reveal too much, but we—you—you um, you get an invitation, and there's some details about the event, and you have to basically you respond: Are you going to be able to participate? Yes or no? And if you say yes, then they provide some art assets and additional details, and. Uh, and they don't work on the weekends. And so you know, it's a normal office Monday through Friday type thing. And so they um, don't work on the weekends. Well, but what if so something if, needs nerfing? What are you <laughs> saying? I shouldn't be like tweeting like <laughs> at XR and Celestalon and Alkali. Like, I will on say that Saturday morning, the beautiful thing, so many of them respond from their personal accounts. Uh, but yeah. in terms of actual like business stuff. So we have until mid next week to respond. Um, which I, you know, I've already responded, but uh, I imagine we'll get some. We'll start seeing this stuff unfold over the next week or so to see who else is participating. And, uh, um, it, but we had a lot of fun last time, and 
I will say the the craziest thing um, was that the time, like you look at this and you go nine to three, that seems like all day. It, that time it felt like nothing. It, it's so it's six hours, right? That time was over, like in the blink of an eye. It was so mm-hmm. fast. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to figure out how we want to do it. So like last time we took community deck submissions and stuff and it was cool. Uh, but like the time was so quick that we didn't have time to play everyone's decks. And, and I, you know, we'll see uh may may do some kind of homebrew type stuff and i guess we'll we'll see i'm really looking forward to it though and it was an absolute blast and it's it's uh i believe we didn't get a lot of theory craft time what do we get like two days with the card dump the last time something like that yeah the um the final reveal i think was only a day or two before and so it was uh yeah we didn't have all that much time to theory craft and so it was like, all right, well, you know, community submissions and that was fun, but I think I would have preferred to try to do like a, you know, a deep dive and, and theory craft some decks. Uh, do we know when the final reveal is? <laughs> the day before. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the final reveal is uh, July the 20th. Well, now we we're a little more prepared in the fact that we know this and that before we sort of scrambled a little bit, but so you need to take two days off the day before and the day of, and then you have to take Friday off because I mean, who doesn't want a five day weekend? You know what? Smart. I I might do that. I I got, but I got all this PTO that I haven't like my wife was telling me this week, like, why, why don't you take a long weekend? Why don't you take some time off? And it just never occurred to me. I'm like, oh, there's work to do. Um, I could, like, just for my mental health, like, it'd be great to take a few days off work. It'd be great. Uh, maybe we'll do that. That'd be fun. It's it's hard to juggle. Like, there's just not, when there's the final card dump uh, the day prior. That being said, like, I, I was thinking about it last time, and uh, they had wanted feedback, and so I... We, we we collectively provided quite a bit of it, and it was constructive, I feel like. And one of the the things that I mentioned was that, A, when the final card reveal is the day before, it doesn't leave us a lot of time to theorycraft for the event. On the flip side, like, the purpose of the event is a theorycraft event. Yeah. You know, and so the idea is that, hey, you can build decks, like, live on the stream and experiment. And I think the other piece is that they, you know, you don't want uh, too much time between the reveal and the theory craft because you don't want everything like solved on on day one. Bringing the best deck and just storming, well, yeah, slaughtering I mean, everybody. It's you know, <laughs> it's, it's some time to be like maybe they should be unrefined for a little while. So, I, th- I think it's less of a question of being unrefined, but like if you take a step back. What are they trying to accomplish? They're trying to hype up their new expansion. Yeah. And so, you know, final card dump day is pretty exciting. You you get all the cards, you you have access to them in the deck builder. And then on the heels of that, you've got the wonderful community event. And then shortly thereafter, the expansion releases. So this is all, I mean, I'm not saying this to be cynical. I I think it's smart. You know, you want to generate buzz and hype and i think this is a very good way to do it and they just want to have those successive events that'll encourage people to 
pre-order or even just engage with it and, and to, to raise awareness. And, and so I think that's why they compress it all because it's kind of like one after another, after yeah, another, keep it going. Um, it's the I hype, mean it, the hype train. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's good. And I think if I recall correctly, they kind of popped into the streams and did some giveaways mm. last time, I think. Oh my um, goodness. And they gave us so many codes to give away. I want to say it was like, eight or something it was yeah. a lot oh, wow. it, it was a lot um uh, a couple of mega two or three mega bundles and at first they five gave or us six of the standard ones and it was like it was like three that we would normally get or two or three and then they like threw like five more at us yeah it, it was uh pretty incredible and so you know who knows and i it, it was interesting like some of the feedback is like look we're not you know we're a podcast, you know, it's a regular weekly thing. And, and we do this uh, weekly kind of like clockwork, but you know, we're not regular streamers when we're, where we're, you know, uploading new content or live every day. And so it, it's a little bit different. Like we were looking at analytics afterwards and our numbers were not like when you compare us to like, you know, Raffle or somebody it's, it's very different. But uh, that being said, it was like, wow, I, it's just, you know, it's very cool to even be considered for something like this. And it was super cool. Well, they, so. every Harlem Globetrotters needs a, uh, the generals, right? You need, <laughs> Raffle needs someone to dunk on, right? So, you know, why not, why not you? You know, I've, I've, uh, <laughs> uh, I've been featured in, in Raffle videos, uh, numerous times and it has always been, uh, losing. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, We've dear. all been featured. That's yeah. uh, you know, it's it's super cool. I, but big shout out to the you know Alkali and 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 Nick and the other community um, managers. It's it's been a great experience working with them, and excited to be uh, uh, considered again for this. So very. I'm cool. excited to see who who else is invited this time. If it's uh, going to be the exact same people that's cool if they're adding to it that's even more cool so i'm waiting to see those tweets pop up right yeah yeah very cool very cool um while we're on the subject of uh of this castle nathria uh upcoming expansion we do have like if if we get giveaway codes or whatever like we'll announce that on the show and and figure that out i I don't haven't heard yet maybe we will maybe we won't um but we have a massive giveaway that we're doing um, sponsored by uh, Shokunin. Let me just, sorry, I'm trying to click here through the, the little picture that I wanted to bring up on the screen. Massive is an understatement, by the way. This is like, I, you ever seen Spaceballs? <laughs> Where it's, uh, you know, instead of light speed, ludicrous speed. This is uh, the like ludicrous giveaway. This is, uh, so, so here's the giveaway. Um, courtesy of Shokunin. He's funded this entire thing. He sent me $400 uh of battle.net money and the goal here is to do one giveaway to one person uh to get the entire set on day one and so this would include the mega bundle and the standard bundle and whatever is left of the 400 dollar battle.net balance and uh yowza indeed i remark <laughs> that's huge right it's incredibly generous, and uh, so so we've always kind of jokingly referred to him as the patron saint of wild, and rightfully so. I think it's just incredible. So 
stay tuned. Um, we've got kind of a fun, a, a fun method of, you know, uh, how we wanted to give this away. And what he had said to us was, Hey, let's just, you know, you guys do it how you want to do it. I don't want to micromanage, but the goal would be to, to give it away to somebody from the community rather than some like random retweeter. And I'm hundred percent on board with that. And so we've got kind of a fun little thing that we're working on. We were trying to get it ready for this week's show and have, uh, not, not quite finished it, but stay tuned, uh, particularly in the discord and we'll, we'll post something. I'm sure we'll be talking about it soon, but, uh, I will say that it, the way that we're going to give this away basically guarantees that one of our core listeners and community members will be getting this. Yeah. You got to know, you got to know the show and know the, the, the cast members and, and our kind of inside jokes and stuff. But, uh, you know it'll be fun it'll be fun so stay tuned um we'll we'll have some announcements whether it's on it probably on discord i'm sure we'll be talking about it uh for those of you who are interested in the discord um just go to our website born to there's a link to join the discord it's free online community where we uh hang out and and chat and share deck codes and funny pictures and stories and all that stuff so very cool very very excited to be able to do this and we wanted to do it sooner than later so that we can um we can get these uh, giveaway bundles purchased and sent out ahead of time. The other mm-hmm. piece, which is really interesting, we talked about it very briefly last week. It's just that I never knew that there was a cap on how much Battle.net balance you can have at any given time. He was trying to send it in one lump and it errored out. And uh, so he had to send it in two separate uh, payments of 200. And even then, like... I can't, ex- I've got one of them still sitting in my inbox. It won't let me redeem it because it, it like exceeds my maximum balance, which is hilarious. I suppose it's just a, like a fraud prevention thing, but mm-hmm. uh, I want to get these bundles like gifted so that I can accept the other part of the money so that it can sit in my thing so that I can give it away. And so um, anyways, but, but th- just, you know, holy generosity, Batman. I'm very excited to, uh, to be able to to provide this, so big big thank you to Shokunin, and stay tuned for more info coming very soon. Okay, uh, some news. We got some news. Yeah, one thing that I I wanted to point out that I thought mm-hmm. was was pretty neat was that originally we were told that BlizzCon for twenty twenty three wasn't going to happen at all, and that there was going to be a reimagining of what BlizzCon is and what it means. So they were going to sort of take the year off. But we ended up getting um, a quote here from Mike Yabara. And this is, I'm just going to read straight up what he said. And that is, we previously announced we were taking a pause on BlizzCon while we reimagine it for the future, but uh, do want to return to a live event that enables us to celebrate the community. We recently hired a new leader of BlizzCon, April McKee, who is hard at work on that plan. We are committed to bringing BlizzCon back in 2023. So, live BlizzCon back one year from now. All right. That'd be cool. It's right by my parents' house. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't need a hotel. Right? You know, we keep talking about, like, it'd be so cool to meet up with everybody. Uh that's probably a good place to do it although it's packed i don't my my brother's gone a bunch of times i've never gone it it seems like 
it it would be hard to like there'd be so many people there that how do you even you know but uh i'd love to go so we'll see i'm happy that that it's coming back though it's always seemed like a pretty cool event and um my favorite experiences with blizzcon were back when they used to do worlds hearthstone worlds at blizzcon so that you could see all the previews of the new set and the new games and all mm-hmm. the other stuff and then the you know this big final hearthstone matches as well and they don't really do that anymore but good a lot of good memories yeah I, i've never had a chance to go myself but i would definitely like to i even talked to my wife about it and she's like yeah like it's the game that you play and you do a show about duh go it was cool we got invited one time to participate in con before the storm um or whatever whatever it's called the they do like a big podcast yeah, with the other why. podcast right and and like we got invited to go i think craig and i way back when and just couldn't do it it was like the timing just didn't line up but it was super cool the idea of it's really neat and a lot of uh familiar faces and stuff i'd love to do a panel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it'd be fun it'd be fun well uh so the ladder reset this past week today is july the 8th and so um Gosh, yeah. So, so ladder reset a week ago today, um, and so we got to play, you know, a little bit over the weekend and stuff. I ended up hitting legend on the fourth of July in the morning. <laughs> I kind of interesting story for me. Um, I I was playing that degenerate big priest deck, and I took it to D ten, and it I was having fun with it, but I uh, blue trains doing a thumbs down <laughs> for all your audio listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> feeble prawn um you know i i it felt very hyrally to me and i was entertained but i, I my win rate with it was maybe 55 percent because it's a hyrule deck and when you get the as 6j would call the funny cards then you win and when you don't then you don't win and i, I maybe i need to uh learn how to top deck better but it, anyways, I took it to Diamond Ten, and I was like, "All right, I, um, you know, I, I want to play something different." Was looking at my old stats and and realized that I've I've hit Legend with every class except Mage, and I was like, "I'd like to do it with Mage." I'm looking at the Tempo Storm, Wild Meta Snapshot, uh, Quest Mage is is tier one. Never and, hit it with Secret Mage. Nope, I've gotten really close, and I almost hit it with Quest Mage way back when when it was the Giants version. I took it to like right. D one and then switched off to Reno Priest because the, the the meta was uh, not very I've, favorable to it at the time. I've always had this thing whenever there's the the boogeyman or the big bad deck that everyone hates, like um, Secret Mage, that I didn't want to ladder with it. Right, so like something like that, I would hipster avoid just because. <laughs> Like it's so silly, right? Best deck. I'm not playing that. So like, when there ever there was the the best deck, yeah, just for some reason never played it. Was Secret Mage truly ever the best deck? It was definitely the most annoying deck at, oh, for a while. Uh, you'll get no argument from me there. <laughs> it was pretty good for a minute. I I think it was pretty solid for a, a little while there. Anyhow. It made Rod Johnston quit the game. <laughs> made, it made Jordan stop playing Destructed for like a year too. A lot of people dislike that deck. It's yeah. kind of like how I loathe the Big Priest irrationally. I think it, it evokes a lot of strong 
uh, emotions and people. Yeah, yeah. And I totally get it. Oh, yeah, no, I do too. I do too. And so I wanted to play some mage, and, and so I reached out to 6J for some advice and maybe some co-op with uh, the new version Known of... Mage Degenerate. Uh, 6J is one of the best Hearthstone players probably in the world and uh, is is incredibly talented at the game. Um, if you look at the current Tempo Storm Wild Meta Snapshot, that's 6J's list, and thought, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're friends. I can ask some advice, maybe do some co-op. And we did, and I, you know, I really appreciate it, but I lost 10 games in a row. And I was like, yep, nope, not not playing this. I was so, I was so, like... I think a good player can play that deck and make it look easy. And whether like I just suck or I was drawing poorly or I was getting mad, bad matchups or whatever, like the deck was just not clicking for me. It's like, yep. Two, two true stories about 6J. One, he once beat me playing Mozaki Mage when I was playing Pirate Warrior. This was pre-quest with an auto-generated ice block for three ice blocks in that game. I've never forgiven him. That's story number one. <laughs> Second true story, 6J plays Hearthstone better than I when trying to pilot three games at once, like two co-ops and his own game. Better than I can pilot one game when it has my full concentration. Did 6J so, play Artifact or something? <laughs> no, no one played Artifact. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that made of might have uh, might have been of interest. So yeah, Quest Mage is that it. It's a hard deck to play when you don't get the the high roll, right? It is, and you know we and it's very matchup dependent too. It is. We learned. I, I mean, I did. There's there's some nuance to it, and definitely some insight working with Six J on. Well, you know the idea of oh, you want Savara to like eat the good cards and. You play it, you know. You play it one way into aggro and a different way into combo or or control decks, and this is kind of what you're looking for. But it's so nuanced that I feel like a, a you know a good player can make it look easy, or you know you'll see sometimes people just luck into the the, the random stuff, and I it just was not clicking with me, and I was like, you know what, forget it. This is gonna tank my MMR, and I'm not getting it, and it's just making me frustrated. I was really trying hard to like keep my cool um, and I was about to lose it. And I was like, all right, you know what? I, I just, I'm, I can't play this anymore. And so I switched over to even lock, which I've never really played that much of played a ton Surprising. of a ton of warlock, right? Seems like a Nate, a Nate approved deck. It's a warlock deck, right? It is. It is. And so this is Rotted's list, Rotted Zombie. Um, we've had him on the show before, good friend, and and uh, so fun. It's it's really good. Meow. Is that Rory? Hi, Rory. That's Rory. <laughs> um, yeah, but I never really played it that much. Although with the great thing is, like I've watched Rotted play it so so much uh, between streams and and Discord and stuff that I kind of had an idea. And Six J was still there for part of it, and just kind of learning how to play it. You know, the first few turns, just tap, 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 and then you're dropping, uh, you know, mountain giants for for three. Or you've got the gnolls that you play. Uh, Anethron for one mana is pretty cool. Gigafin is one of the probably the best cards to come out of this past set. I think the Gigafin combo with um, I, I forget the name of the Murloc, the one that 
It's uh, once you play a Murloc for health instead yeah, of mana. Sea Devil Stinger is the one. Sea Devil Stinger and Gigafin is like Warlock's Flurgle Tox. Oh it, yeah, it's, it's just oh, especially uh, yeah, especially into the more a- aggro stuff. Um, it, it was just crazy good. And so here's the here's the list. I'll, I'll review it real super quick for the audio listeners. So two copies of Raised Dead, two Colt Neophytes. Two Dark Bomb, two Defiles, two Dirty Rats, two Drain Souls, um, one uh, Encumbered Pack Mule, two Showstoppers, two Blademaster Okani, two Sea Devil Stinger, one Anatheron, two Battleground Battlemasters, uh, Dread Lich Tampson, Gen Greymane, Gigafin, two uh, Goldshire Knolls, two Mountain Giants, and two Molten Giants. And so... Yeah, I, it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. My win rate was uh, it increased significantly. The lesson I learned, I think, though, was to like nothing. What is the saying? Like nothing good happens after 2 a.m. or midnight or whatever. Insert time here. And I was playing until the wee hours of the morning and realized like I had lost like four in a row. Like, you know what? Like I, I hit the final boss twice and was in favorable matchups, too. And I was just getting high rolled or maybe i was playing poorly i don't know and kind of realized you know what i just need to go to bed um i'm probably it, it sucks to to like quit on a loss but sitting here looking at like four losses in a row and i just need to call it and so i got up the next morning it was fourth of july and uh everyone was still asleep jumped on went three and oh sailed into legend came in at rank 67 which is cool um and i was like it's two away from the funny number and and then I was hoping to like decay into it, and then I reverse decayed down to sixty five. Was like, what the oh. heck? It's, it's not. That's not the right way. Uh, anyways, the deck is super fun. The idea is, at, what what would six J say? You play the big, big dumb idiots, right? You know, you drop your mountain giant, uh, and then you give it wind fury with uh, battle master. The I think. If I was to cut anything from this, like Okani was like so so. The rest mm-hmm. of it felt really solid. I'd cut Gen if I could, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but the deck in general was was awesome. It was super fun to play, and uh, yeah, yeah, I loved it. The and also the this combo is is super gross, just with a, a showstopper. You know, so who yeah, who cares if somebody freezes all your stuff? You just showstopper and kill your showstopper and go face. It's great. Showstopper and... actually makes you favored into free shaman. Oh yeah, it, it's it's gross. The the free shaman like almost felt like a I don't want to say a freebie. You you know you have to really play uh, smartly. I'm I'm looking for a word like you have to you have to be careful. But I feel like your favor like yeah let them. Let him fill up the board and and freeze all your stuff, and then you just unfreeze it and go face, and that's how you win. It was uh, it was a lot of fun to play, and I hadn't really had that much experience with it, and so now now I have. If anyone wants to try it, the the code is in the show notes that are available on our website and and all that stuff. Um, I'll post the code in chat, but it's in the Tempo Storm meta snapshot as well. It's Rodded's list, uh, and it was listed as tier one, so. Yeah, we'll speak. Speaking of tier one decks, I hear that there's a <laughs> a Murloc Shaman Enjoyer in the room. <laughs> what? I had to check the date on your tweet, by the way. I thought you were joking when 
<laughs> no, no. So, uh, so I, I was traveling. Um, I, I decided to travel over the fourth of July and the first of July, which is the relevant holiday for us in Canada, because I assumed work would be very quiet. Um, because uh, I, I've been told the fourth is kind of a big deal. Uh, so ladder reset while I was away. And I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I was queuing games of Hearthstone. That's why I didn't tweet any stats because most of my games were played on mobile. And I would say that the majority of my games I played the Beast Hunter or Copper Hunter, as it's known, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of like the aggro savant deck out there. It's 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 an aggro deck. It's very tricky to play. I don't even know if you, you know, these labels are kind of fleeting. Is it really an aggro deck? I mean, whatever you can, you can call it whatever you like. Um, could be aggro, could be combo. Doing... There's like, there's a lot of OTK from hand, right? I mean, it's you, you give yeah, your beast that, charge, why, and that's why it's a good. That's why it can play. It has game in the meta because um, if you think about it, like you know. The aggro rogue does well because it has so much burst from hand. With the um, tundra rhino, which gives all your beasts charge, you can set up a lot of real clever plays with pelican diver, with um, hydralodon, which is a key piece of that deck. Uh, and I was doing pretty well with it, even though I was playing on mobile. I think I was whole, I, I was mentally kind of trying to keep track of my win losses per play session. I was going like three to two most of the time. Um, so, you know, in the sixties, which is, you know, pretty good. Uh, and I came back, wanted to finish my climb. I think I started like right at diamond and I had a pretty easy time between diamond, uh, 10 and five. And then I was actually, Jay was in the chat with me. I just started getting bad beats, right? Like bad matchups, bad luck in the good matchups. And I just wasn't moving. And I got got really frustrated sorry jay sorry mountain man <laughs> and i kind of i kind of dipped and i played a few more games just without being in a discord so i could really concentrate and i started to reflect on well, what am i queuing into i'm queuing into togwaggle druid cthune druid pillager rogue and mine rogue and the hunter deck doesn't do very well into druid and frankly, it doesn't do so great into um, the rogues either, just because of the, the the way that the matches play out. So I thought, okay, I'm either going to take a break or I'm going to have to change it up. What beats these decks? Why not Murloc Shaman? Yes, Druid is poison seeds. The thing is, is that when they see Shaman, they're going to assume it's free Shaman. And the rogues just can't do anything against your Murlocs that kind of just snowball. Yeah, and yeah. so I just sailed in. I think I was Diamond Four when I started playing it, and I just like I think I dropped one game, and it, it's one of those like things where if you look at the global matchup spread, it's not a very good deck. It basically you don't want to play into Rogue, you don't want to play into Shaman because it evolve. You know those were the two decks, the two matchups, and so it it, it worked really well. Uh, when I tweeted it out, I made it very clear that you, you played at your own risk. <laughs> yes. I do think that what Murloc Shaman has going for it is Clownfish is really, really good. They now have Mana Cheat. 
and they have much better draw now than ice fishing. Yeah. Clownfish into Gorlock is so good. And and I remember playing Murloc Shaman um last time it was reasonably decent. We ran both um uh everything is awesome, mm-hmm. the buff that gets discounted, and the other buff that always costs three. And and we always were like the three cost buff was better, but now with clownfish, that buff really really is often played for zero mana or at least one or two and and it was also very strong um it's a lot of fun i you know i suspect it'll do it could do better than all that i i still have to play on eu so i might experiment with it a little bit uh to see if it was really just a fluke or if maybe the deck is better than we you know gave it credit for but i'm playing standard right now because Murloc Shaman's really good in standard, and I just really like I really like Clownfish. And and the thing with standard is that everyone's playing these greedy Renathal decks, or like these decks that do nothing for four turns. And you just like you steamroll the big spell mage, you steamroll the druids. Man, I have never made so many friends in a standard climb than I have this month. Um, <laughs> Is that Murlocs. what they said when they added you as a friend? <laughs> no, they they said things I probably shouldn't uh, say on the show here. Um, but uh, well, you know uh, we censor the bad words with uh, the Murgles, so what you just heard was a lot of swear words. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. They weren't swearing at me. They were saying really mean things. You know, wishing me ill and whatnot. Anyways, it's aside from the point. So yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's I think Murloc Shaman's like one of those tier three decks in Wild that like it, it can high roll and it can be good. I think it just gets countered by too much uh Mac decks I auto love loss. The, I, I would gather though, like you said that people don't see it coming, right? You you, you see a a shaman and immediately you think like, oh it's free shaman, here we go. And you start playing Murlocs, it's like, uh, wait a minute. And the decks like just steamrolls so fast. So and this isn't a, like a five star bonus that someone's playing the Murloc, so they probably really don't expect it. <laughs> no, although I will say I was watching Corb uh, stream the other day, and there was this person who was like rank thirty legend that was like playing Murloc Shaman, and I suspect because at high legend you're seeing a lot of Druid and a lot of like combo rogue, and it, and it does quite well into it. Um, someone, someone in in chat asked if I was running the um, the uh, four mana Murloc that kind of dredges and spawns a two two copy of it. I was not. Um, I even cut War Leader. I ran a very low to the ground list. Um, the the only expensive Murlocs I ran were the Clownfish and the Gorlock Raveler. And my thought was that I wanted to stick to mostly one drops and two drops because if you don't have a solid one drop, it's fatal. Mm-hmm. On the coin, you want to be getting your clownfish out so you can go as wide as possible. And on the play, you kind of want to do the one drop, two drop, um, yeah. buff on three. So, one. Uh, you know, and that's not to say that these cards are bad. <clears throat> I just, you know, I, I really didn't put much thought into it. I kind of just was like, I'm going to play Murloc Shaman. I just kind of <laughs> threw the thing together really quickly um, and, and, and went. So it's not like I, I, I had a, a deep strategizing session. Um, 
I do believe, however, that the same 30 I settled on was what Raffle settled on when he was experimenting with the deck early in the expansion cycle. I, I did tweet it, so y'all can you can check that out. But uh, uh, I, I mean, honestly, if you're going to play Shaman, probably better choices than Murloc. But you know, you might you might have some success with it um, if you queue into the right matchups. Uh, it's Clownfish is scary. Like Clownfish honestly, is really, like yeah. I wonder if Clownfish survives standard. I mean, I don't know. I don't like. It's hard to know what's going to happen um, when the new cards come out. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that in standard, Renathal doesn't. I mean, we don't. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually happy when I see people get the 40 health in standard because it usually means that they're playing super greedy decks and I'm just going to knock them over with my with my fish boys. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a legend climb. You know, I, it was. I didn't get to do it with the big brain deck. I did it with the uh, with the curve stone deck. You know but, what? Uh, I think there's you know we're all aggro players at heart. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, hey, for the audio folks um, listening here, I'll read the deck list super quick. And again, the code is in uh, the show notes. If you go to our website and click on the show notes, you can copy and paste it. But uh, here's the deck list. So it's two Murloc tiny fins. I'd let you do it, Blue Train, but I'll save save your eyes from trying to read off the screen. I appreciate here. it. Uh, two two Murloc tiny fins, two Murloc tide collars, two mermies, two uh, yeah I can't read it either. Uh, spawn pool, <laughs> forager, uh, two tox fins, two amalgam of the deeps, two crab riders, firemancer flurgal, two lushwater scouts, two south coast chieftain, two underbelly anglers, two clownfish, two no fin can stop us, uh, old murkai, and then two copies of gorlock ravager, two copies of every fin is awesome. So let me tell you, Crab Rider, Rides again. Mermy, <laughs> um, uh, with the with the Lushwater Scout, uh, it's good time. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, this this deck goes so fast, and I don't know. This is the thing that I love about the aggro decks. You don't have to sit through a ten minute game. Like you're gonna win or you're gonna lose, and like. Oh, half the time though that it would normally be i know you've commented a lot of times if i'm playing free shaman or something else like that that it's like yawn you know or like how do you do this these 10 15 20 minute games and uh i i don't know i love i love I the murloc just state so for the record that i'm being disparaged in your chat and i just <laughs> want to emphatically state for the audience here on stream and those listening at home or watching the vod that uh they're they're all they're all falsehoods <laughs> i i am a wholesome gamer for for the Very record wholesome. uh i would like to state <laughs> <laughs> the most wholesome gamer i've personally ever met oh and for Altino, if you're listening uh once again Murloc Paladin has been ratioed by Murloc Shaman <laughs> the true <laughs> Murloc class <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget that Crab Rider rides again. Such a good card. Yet it didn't quite have the impact we all thought because the wild metagame has degenerated into a, a greed fest. Oh my right? goodness. Oh, it's, it's fun. Like, I queued, like, people are playing that. Um, there's like an aggro uh, paladin with the 40 cards in it. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, but people are just having fun with this stuff. And I think it's kind of neat. 
It, you I mean, know, it's, I it, was beating it. So that's nice. <laughs> that's what, that's but. the thing that we're like, <laughs> I, I like seeing these super greedy decks because a lot of times, like you'll get high rolls, but sometimes if somebody, you know, whatever, but a lot of times I feel like, yes, play the greedy bad decks and, uh, you know, we'll steamroll you. It's great. But this is the thing. They're not bad, right? Like, so, I mean, they, yeah, there's just, so, we've gotten to the point where like the only aggro deck that really has game is aggro rogue mm-hmm. and maybe hunter in certain contexts so what's happening is everyone's going to the extreme of greed to kind of outflank each other so Cthun druid right you're running Cthun druid that beats a lot of things so how do you beat Cthun druid well you can't get under it so you just outflank it and play togwaggle druid and so people are playing Togwaggle Druid or are then like, well, how do you beat that? Well, we play Quest Mage. And that's kind of like the last word when it comes to like greedy decks, right? Um, I'm going to beat you because I'm going to take 17 turns. And I, 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 I mean, this is a hot take, but I do think that that deck's days are numbered because that's the type of thing that does get nerfed in Wild. It's it kind is. of that, that feels bad play pattern that time and again they've gone after and 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 it's really I mean, you mentioned it earlier the, the the quest mage that we all liked with the giants and the mana cyclones that was cool at least then it but was this one it, is it was not t- cool. it was like a two-turn otk now it's it's just like death by attrition i felt no. so bad because i was trying to learn the deck and i didn't know what the heck i was doing and i won by taking 15 turns in a row just trying to like I was like roping every turn because I was trying to figure out what the heck I was doing. And it, I was playing against some big priest and like, I just, I felt so bad about it because I, I, you know, in the old days it was like, yeah, you play a board of giants and then they kill the person the next turn. And now it's like, I play a board full of like three twos and just take infinite turns and get through their taunts with my random, crap hopefully and it was just <laughs> it, it i don't know i i felt so bad because like literally it was like 15 turns in a row because it was brand bird bird potion bird you know and yeah. i would have just been taking turns forever and it was disgusting and now I when you play against it do you, and you know that you're gonna lose do you make them play through their 15 to 20 turns or do you just concede right away? You it, concede. Well, it depends what's in their hand. Cuz but... I like to let them let them do it because first of all, it can't be fun, you know, doing that over and over again. So I I'll go make a sandwich, right? <laughs> and and what if they lose their internet connection or or they screw up? It's yeah. I, well, that's it's what I, possible. I always did that to the uh, ignite mage players. Would like, all right, do you have it? You know, can you can you get it off in time? Maybe, maybe not. And you know, I mean, I'll, I'll let it play out sometimes, but it just depends. I it, it's such a feels bad deck, and I agree with Blue Train in that it, if it gets hit, that's the reason. And, and and if it gets hit, then I think there's a cascading effect, right? You're not going to want to to play Togwaggle as much as you would have, although if Cthune Druid stays popular, maybe you do. 
um, but it kind of has a little bit of of an effect. It, it, it's interesting because you'd think that like at first all the greed was centered around Renanthal, but like I I don't know, like I don't know what to make of that card. Like there there's a lot of divided opinions among it, and you know I I think the data on the Renanthal pain lock dark glare is is pretty good you know playing giants at 20 health seems okay and the deck has a lot of draw so you can kind of mitigate the 40 cards but um some people were like meowth get me out for experimenting with 40 card free shaman martian boo who's a big free shaman enjoyer is adamant that 30 cards is the way to go and i i don't know what's what my instinct is always that less is more but you know, 10 health is is not nothing. And, you know, when a lot of the aggro decks have, like, break points when it comes to health, um, you know, it could make a difference. So, you know, but I don't think we really got to see that take full effect in Wild because the best decks are, are pretty well established. And, and, and there's this kind of, like, greed flank. Yeah. But that's just my experience. I, I think that uh, different parts of ladder have very different um, experiences. I, I think so. Your and mileage may vary. You, I, I think, you know, you were on vacation last week, but we read there was a post on Reddit. Uh, I don't recommend uh, visiting it, but this, <laughs> Reddit. But, uh, but, but this was an interesting comment that kind of resonated with me, and I'll, I'll say it real quick just so that to get your your take on it here here was the thought right it says um, this is by someone called ached teacher i'll add i'll add on to your post cards 31 to 40 are going to be worse than cards 1 to 30 no matter how good the card pool is say there was an objective number to attach to the power level of cards say the format had hundreds of cards all with power levels of 90 to 100 the top 30 cards are going to be in the 98 to 100 range the 31st to 40th cards are going to be in the 95 to 97. Still really good, but including them just makes your deck worse. It's a mathematical truth, and that's why good players stick to small decks if there's no other upside to having a large deck. It's like, yeah, that's an interesting well, concept, and, and I don't 100% agree with it, but you know your chance of... It, it depends. Like in Fish Rogue, I don't want to run 40 cards. Like There are times that we would play our... Um, secret passage just to thin your deck because i want to draw the cards that i can win with versus mm -hmm. having you know a million cards in my deck and, and so it's an interesting thought i mean i mean i i yeah but when you look at a like warlock with so much draw and so much consistency mm -hmm. it is it is i i don't I don't know. Warlock. So this is where I kind of pull up HS replay. Maybe there's enough data by now, although it's doubtful. Um, but uh, and generally, we look at cards and not decks. But I'm going to break the rule just as a quick cheat to see here. So if we look last 30 days, wild. I will say that um, uh, Warlock's ability to draw cards, I think, sort of mitigates that a little bit yeah and by a little so, bit i mean a lot so <laughs> the the i think this is the renanthal version um yeah so diamond through legend the like the pain locks that are running 40 cards are doing pretty good that's diamond through legend if we look at just legend it's the best performing warlock deck and top 1000 they don't even filter by that so it's kind of scuffed data yeah but i mean i think like and then you have mechathune which is the second best deck so 
I mean, even Locke's not even on here, and we know even Locke's good. I, I, it's really hard to tell because the problem is, is that a lot of these cards are common to both like thirty card warlock and 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 forty cards. So it's really it's really hard to tell. I think you need like someone who has like deeper insight uh, um, or maybe better data to really kind of drill into it. I'm just looking by card right now to see if there's any distinguishing characteristics here. We'll have to ask uh, NHL about it. Always, yeah. It, it, I think that there's just so much overlap. It's it's really really difficult. <clears throat> so looking just at the cards, like Runic Egg and Cataclysm are really high up there, but then you see like Starfish Giant. I don't know. I, I'll say this: it it might be worse, but it's it's it still seems to be performing decently. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, you know again I think because of some of these other decks. We're not really seeing it to its full effect. Um, I just want Quest Mage to go away. I guess that's really the whole point of this long rant. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. I, I think it will. It's. I don't think the game was designed for someone to take so many turns. Oh, I don't gosh. That, like, you know, two two turns is one thing. And then when people started greeting like Vargoth into the list and it was three turns, like kind yeah, of... I remember old. people were molding over three turns, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but when it's now like five, six, seven, eight, fifteen, like mm, you get pecked away slowly. It's 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 distasteful. Uh, Hydra, what have you been playing? Well, I've been um, doing the thing that Blue Train has been shaking his head and booing the whole time. feeble prawn (laughs) and and i've been i've been playing big priest but um i only stopped at diamond 10 with big priest a tale of (laughs) tragedy it's all pouring out for barnes and uh yeah right um yeah it's it's kind of funny playing with a a different list than it used to like vargoth isn't in it you just have um and um and neptalon neptalon like 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 that's it right and sometimes I was wondering if Neptulon was in my deck because I just kept pulling out Gahoon over and over and over and over again. But poor dear. I mean, um, <laughs> but I like when Big Priest hasn't been you know in the meta for a long time, and the last time it was in, I definitely played it. And sometimes I like to turn my brain off and play some games, and it's the perfect deck for that, right? Like I can lay in bed with my wife and we can watch TV. Hey, this is a, this is a family can... show, okay? I'm Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> you can so uh, family show. Let's yeah. not speak of big priest. I can lay in bed with my wife and play big priest. You said you said the quiet part out loud again. <laughs> uh, Nate can uh, bleep that one later. I'll, um, I'll murgle you later. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so like we we've been watching a lot of shows recently. We've been um, marathoning the Orville, which is such a f- great show. I love it. Um, and and yeah, I can just sit there and I can play it. And when I get sick of it, I can play some Diablo Immortal. Don't don't curse me for that, but I've been playing a heck of a lot of that too. So what level are you now in Diablo Immortal? I have noticed you've been playing. Um man, you must have played 
so much, but like I have surpassed you, but I'm at uh, 60, then Paragon 40. Okay, so you about you got about uh, 10 or 12 levels on me. Yeah, and but in fairness, they but they you start haven't played really in like a while. So. Yeah, I haven't played in uh, maybe three weeks. I I stopped playing it, um, and it's not because I disliked it. Although there are a lot of things I dislike about the the game, um, there were a lot of things I did like about it. The reason I stopped playing is because there's actually so much to do that there is. I just I was like, I don't want to have this be the only game I play. Uh, like the end game has so much to do, and it's varied and it's interesting, and and I I basically was neglecting other activities and games and i just uh, i think i might come back to it but yeah it it it, there's a lot to do there it's made for a full-time streamer because there is you don't run out like in in hearthstone say you've got your three daily quests that you have in your weekly quests (laughs) and you can finish those off and then have kind of like no nothing else you're kind of going for it's all day long you could do it all day long trying to complete your dailies and then your your shadow quests and uh grinding hilts and and i had a list um it was like a checklist to optimize it and if i if i ran through the checklist in the most optimal way at the optimal times in the day when things are open it would take me about two and a half to three hours to do it Hmm. that's not too bad Uh, but it was it was an intense like it was like you know, I was sprinting the whole time. Mm. Like I wasn't like taking breaks. So like I was like stop watching it. And and that's why, you know, I, I was I was like, do, do I really want to invest that time into this? And so I and I don't it's fun, but like it's it you are correct. It it is engineered to to really be your game. Yeah. And think your about main that game. You got it down to two and a half hours a day, whereas Hearthstone, you'll get a quest that says play three mage games. Right. Right. Like that's your daily. Not that that's not going to take you. I mean, unless you're taking 20 turns per game, it might take you a while. But <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a bit much. But um, I I'm enjoying the new season started yesterday. Oh, OK. So, OK. Um, I never uh, really so got into it. I, I, I enjoy it, but like, oh, my gosh, I, I think I'm just going to wait to play uh, Diablo 4 when it comes out. I will say I've been jamming um, a bunch of standard lately and talk about why in just a second. But uh... <laughs> that's why I played standard um, and discovered the joys of Murloc Shaman. Hey, do so, you... so neat. Uh, hey, do you why have you been playing standard? <laughs> right? Why have you been playing standard? That's a good segue. Do you want to when do you want to debut your thing? Do you want to do that now or you want to wait? Oh, uh... yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, really, really quickly. So this um, is fun, right? I don't I don't know when this started, but I think it, it was Nate that instigated it. Last um, last expansion, I've been I've been up in my my profile picture in in Twitch emote game. So now that the sunken city is behind us, I needed to embrace the new expansion, Murderer Castle Nathria, and I'm debuting my new profile pic in Twitch emote, Pika Clue. <laughs> bum, bum, so, bum. 
So, I'm just saying, this right now is a tier three emote on my Twitch channel. I'm going to be bumping it down to tier one after the show. If you want to have the best Pico emotes on the web, um, you know, I don't stream that often, so you, you, you probably shouldn't subscribe. But uh, Nate, Nate helped me realize the vision and really outdid himself uh, with this one. And uh, I got to say, it's uh, uh, in the pantheon of Pikachu emotes, this is. Um, my my favorite one yet oh fun uh so you got you for those of who are listening you've got the the surprised pikachu with the little sherlock holmes cap and the hourglass with the castle of uh, nathria backdrop uh, it's all it's all really well put together so i'll be rocking that for the next few months nice um and i kind of got my holiday my holiday pikachu theme um already worked out so uh we're, we're, we're going to make this like a, 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 I always say quarterly, but every expansion, and I'm going to try and, and, and stay in theme. Nice. So, so there you amazing. go. Peak a clue. Um, I will say that your, your efforts with your tweets and emote game and everything definitely don't go unnoticed. Whenever I look at your tweets, it looks so professional. And just, I, you know, it, the, it does. It the really does. Social media manager yeah, in the yeah. making here. Yeah. Oh my god. The I, the the emotes on the tweets are always like I love them. We added way back when a whole bunch of that stuff to the Discord, and you either like love it or hate it. And uh, I know you think you'd said in the past got criticism for like, why do you put all the emotes in your legend tweets? Like I think it's hilarious and I love it. I, They're always. Uh, I, I just started. I started using bullets. And and honestly, like I wish I could take credit for it, but like I've totally like HS Replay when they post their like deck tweets, like what decks are performing well on ladder, they use the emotes to bullet them, and I I, I thought that was a really good way to like engage with the with with that content because like I'm a visual person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I just started doing it myself, and 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 you know like most things probably overdid it. But, uh, you know, if you if you kind of go through the history, it kind of has evolved over time. And and honestly, like, I, I, I don't I don't really care. Like, I, I don't know. Twitter is a weird thing for me. I really try to keep it in the realm of just entertainment. And it's just really like because I can't stream that often. Um, it's just kind of my outlet to engage with the, the, the community and, and, you know, um, yeah just have some fun with it so i i I try not to take it really seriously and and uh i I, i've kind of leaned into it the more people are like hey you got a lot of emotes in there the more i'm gonna kind of like i'm gonna see how far i can push it (laughs) until it kind of falls over the edge so so like my my son he he makes some youtube content i'm not gonna plug it here or whatever but he does he does Fortnite stuff right okay and he came in and he asked me one day how do I put emotes in my YouTube title, like for my, my video? And I, I said, well, why would you want to do that? And he's like, <laughs> because people will click on it. And I'm like, You're, no, they won't, right? And I'm talking to my 12-year-old at the time. He's 13 now. And he's like, no, seriously. And he showed me some video with statistics on what gets clicked on more and this video that I watched with all these stats was showing that the ones with the emotes were getting the most attention. And I was like, all right, well, let's put some emotes on your YouTube video titles. <laughs> so that's, that's what I do. I helped him. And now he just does it by himself. He knows what he's doing. 
He uses that DaVinci Resolve and edits all his own videos and everything now, which is insane to me. Wow. Next time you can't come on the show, we could have him on instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can edit the show after. You won't have to do it. Hey. <laughs> so someone just asked me on my Twitter banner, what what is going on with that? So... There's a picture of a oh my there's a picture of a shepherd with a bunch of a flock of sheep um, with a Pikachu head over it. So that was a meme that uh, that my friend Gasu made for me when I was playing a lot of Odd Quest Hunter. Because what happens is when I get really excited about a deck, I start talking about it, pushing it. I got Nate to play it. I got I got Hydra to play it. I got a bunch of other people to play it. And we were oh. all kind of terrorizing Ladder with Odd Quest Hunter. It was like I was the shepherd that was like <laughs> gathering the Odd Hunter flock. And and then and then that turned from a positive to a negative. I started being decried as an Odd Hunter main. And so I just threw that up as the banner because, uh, you know, rather than have it be a disparaging thing, I, I, I owned it and made it my own. That's right. <laughs> and the and the minute that Odd Hunter becomes viable in the meta again, I will be playing it. But it never will because it's toxic and probably shouldn't be viable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really interesting when when Stormwind rotates. I'm I'm really curious what they will like what they'll do with the quests. Um well, I, they kind of killed Hunter with the with the rapid fire. It never was quite the same. Yeah. Um, although you, you could play it non-odd, it never really felt as good. Um, I'm really curious what they're going to do with the, with the Demon Seed and Stealer of Souls. Are they going to rework them? Are they going to stay banned? Are they going to power creep so much that they could just unnerf it and it won't even matter anymore? Just like you know the the decks that used to be OP that just kind of have fallen off. Like who knows? So like I, I think it's going to be really cool. This is going to be a very interesting rotation because we're entering in some uncharted waters. Like the first time they did the reverts, it was kind of new and exciting. Now we kind of expect it, but now yeah. with the bans, what are they going to do? They did say they were going to do something, so I'm really curious to see what it will be. Um, and I think, like, you know, we're we're about to hit set two. Now, keep in mind, set two for the last two years has been very consequential, right? Scalamance changed wild significantly, yeah. And well, United and Stormwind, um, oh, for the game, better or worse, the game will never be the same. Yeah, it, it yeah. It, it, so it's like, I mean, this we're going into set two here. This is kind of exciting and a little bit nerve-wracking like is wild gonna be broken for the first two weeks of the expansion's release maybe <laughs> we shall see. maybe maybe you'll figure it out on the theory craft stream hey maybe. uh so yeah let's before we talk about the standard thing real quick i and i let's let's change a different direction a little bit talking about theory craft stream I want to just look at one card. Like we haven't done big card reveal or start looking at all the single cards, but there was an interesting one that was released, and uh, I wanted to look at it real quick because it looks fun. So uh, it's called Remarina Living Blade. This is a warrior legendary weapon. Well, legendary card, legendary both. It's a uh, <laughs> seven mana four ten with rush. After this attacks, equip it, and then it's a seven mana four ten weapon after your hero attacks return this to the battlefield 
So there's a video floating around, uh, and I'll I'll put it up on the screen in a second. And it it looks like, at least from what I've heard, we were talking about it pre-show that supposedly it keeps any enchantments, like or, or things like while it's a minion, because it doesn't go back to your hand; it just swaps back and forth between attacking on the field and then your weapon, and then back to the field and then back equipped as a weapon. And so, if you give it charge, or you give it divine shield, or you give it whatever. Like, apparently that stuff holds, kind of like a like a king's bane, I guess. Hmm. Um, you know, I saw somebody uh, said uh, that belongs in a museum. Like, yeah, draw, <laughs> draw ten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's really interesting. And then I I saw somebody posted like a, an OTK floating around, which I don't know. I haven't really looked that deep into it. But this this will be interesting. Note that it is uh, odd cost, so there's that. But let me pull up this video real quick to show everybody what uh, it looks like in action. If you haven't seen it, um, bear with me for two seconds here. I'm just gonna one Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here here it is on the screen. Uh, here, let me send you guys the link to it as well. Um, and then I'll play it. I'm sorry. I just, it didn't even occur to me that you guys on, on, on the screen aren't going to be able to, uh, see, see it or on, on the discord call, but here you go. So here, here it is. You play it, it attacks, you, it equips, um, et cetera. So let me hit play and you'll probably hear it. There's actually sound effects on it as well. Your blood for the sire into ribbons. Make them bleed. Blood for the sire into ribbons. Make them bleed. It's gonna get old so fast. Into oh, yeah. ribbons. <laughs> this is an interesting card, and we were talking a little bit about it before the show started, and there are some interactions that make it actually I, I want to sit and say something's going to be broken, like who knows, but it's definitely a card to watch. It, yeah, it'll be interesting based on the interactions of going back and forth and back and forth. And just the thought of it keeping enchantments is like, wait a minute, that's, that's kind of crazy. So yep. we're definitely going to have to play this on Theorycraft Day. Eh? Yeah. By the way, somebody asked earlier, I think it was in Discord about like, oh, be, so so all of the the theme of this set is murder mystery and we've seen all these locations and uh and so then they revealed this and the question was like, oh, are all the classes going to get weapons because it's it's very on point, right? Uh you know, here's the mm. here's the murder and in this location with this weapon. There was an interview, I believe it was Cora gave earlier and they said the the response was oh, well we already had um uh what do they call it hold on let me let me pull it up because i thought it was pretty funny um in stormwind they had the uh uh items whatever they're called right um let's see here there was a oh they called them profession tools right they had the uh so so the the quote was hey well we already had profession tools in stormwind and, and we didn't want to do that again and then you know my uh 
editorial was like, and and we also didn't want to get sued by Hasbro uh, for for copying Clue, and uh, <laughs> so the toolkits were like we didn't play them a lot in wild like the 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 paladin one that had every time something lost divine shield it buffs in your hand and the hunter one that when something died ironically i think the the priest one probably saw the most play in wild yeah that was even pretty fringe uh the shadow Shadow cloth needle the shadow needle thing yeah and then there was uh i don't even know what the other ones do the hunter one did something with beasts yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm failing. I'm failing at Hearthstone trivia right now. The, I, don't, I don't even remember what the other ones did. They the, also already. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall. I because they were like non. They didn't do much for us. I think in uh, we saw a little bit of the Paladin one with some of the Divine Shield like stuff, but even then, not that much. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nug, no, I don't even know what cards you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly right uh, like what does the mage one do i don't even remember what the art looks like oh, at least yeah. i can visualize the at least i can visualize the the paladin and the and the priest one but the, yeah the, they, they didn't the, see a lot of play the mage one looked like a like a quill pen and ink set and after you played spells it reduced the cost of a spell mm-hmm. in your hand you had yeah. to play play x amount of mana worth of a spell spells and then it reduced Oh, Rune Mithril Rod, of course. I, oh, I, I'm I sorry. I didn't even realize that was part of the... So, yeah, okay, that one... Oh, that, that, that card was... That was oh, a good that's card. That's the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the that... fact it still sees play at five. I, it's so good that I didn't even equate it as being part of that collection of cards. So it's probably just me, like, trying to uh, no. forget things. <laughs> no, no, I mean, Rod was good, and the rest of them were bad, so... That's... No, I, I just, I didn't equate Rod with them because it was such an outlier. Yeah, Rod, Rod is... That used to cost three. Can we just reflect on that for a second? <laughs> it's seeing play in a, in a meta wild deck at five, and it used to cost three. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. that's, that's, that's yeah, pretty. It is mind blowing. Anyways, sorry for the the tangent. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. So, all... so does the tweet imply that there are going to be more of these kind of legendary weapons, or is it kind of a no, one off? No, I I think no. that this is it. So there's actually we'll get into it later, but there's a pretty big lore component actually, and so um this this has a bit. There's a big story to it. I I shared it in the Discord under the. Uh, Mm, I think it's in like the spoiler new expansion thing, but there's a there's a link to it, and essentially like this is a known thing. Remarina is the sentient blade of Sire Denathrius, um, and apparently uh, Prince Renathal has one too. It says it's similar in nature to Vorpalia, the the blade of Prince Renathal. Remarinia is seen in Ravendreth accompanying its master when Prince Renathal rushed to attack Denathrius in the menagerie of the master. Remarina wounded the prince. Later, it is fought in Castle Nathria as part of Sire Denathria's blah, 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 blah. So, uh, anyways, it, there's a big lore component to it. I wonder if we'll see a second one. It, it sounds like uh, um, Renathal has one, too, but I don't know. Anyways, looks looks pretty crazy. Uh, looks pretty fun. I really want to try it. it is it going to be good? I don't know. It is odd cost which makes me kind of think that like maybe there's some possibility there but hey i hear, hear me out odd quest otk warrior with renathal <laughs> yeah with renathal why not 
now, now, before you call me out on the fact that the Juggernaut will replace the sword, it's an OTK, so it doesn't matter. You need two win conditions. Hey, right? And I mean, we got forty cards things. now to put into decks, so why not just put it in there anyway, Nodware? Yeah. Think of all the pirates you can put in there, so the quest isn't a waste of space. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is that someone probably will do this um, day one. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. No, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll have to come up with something for for the theory craft stream. This is one that I really want to play, so we'll see. Hey, by the way, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, since we're we're talking about this theory crafting and and you know, wild community stuff, wanted to give a couple of shout outs to wild community folks. Um, we have a couple people getting some upcoming card reveals that I'm really excited about. So Corb got one, which is That's really cool. cool. Uh, and if you recall, Corb Corb won the uh, the like Wild People's Choice Awards, right? Um, so I think Corb the is a poster it. child of the community. Right? Also won our listener series. That's true. He did. He did that as well. Uh, I believe Mark McZee is getting one, and um, uh, Zeddy is doing something as well. I think it's, if I had to guess it's with duels cause it has a duels logo on it, but, uh, pretty cool. I love to see the wild, um, the wild love, uh, spotlight to the wild content creators and you stuff. Know, so it's very cool. There really is a lot more wild love. We used to be starving for, you know, attention from the devs and like, as if we didn't exist and there's a lot now. So yeah, just keep, keep it coming. Oh, absolutely. A uh, blister guy is, has got one as well. Very cool. So yeah, love to see it. Um, anyways. Yeah. So, so standard and, uh, you missed the, in the pre-show we were talking about finances. It was so great. Boring, old, <laughs> boring old man talk over here, but, uh, they, they've got an interesting thing going on right now and it is a little bit, I don't know if, I don't know. Wonky. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, maybe it's a tiny bit, controversial i don't know but so so there's this uh well okay so here's the argument right i i and i i'm kind of on one side of it because i'm a whale but there's uh there's some bundles available in the store they're not available to everybody it's it's like some people get it some people don't which is kind of weird and it's based on your rank in standard and so there's different tier bundles so what is that it's a Bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, legend. I've got up through the diamond one. I'm at D5, D4, D5 in standard right now. And so um, it's interesting, right? But looking at these deals, like the value is like really good, especially the higher up you get because there's gold packs. And like, I, I don't, I mean, Canadian money so Nate, is is a <laughs> whole different story, but uh, the the value here is if if you compare it to the normal price on like Battle.net, you're getting like almost twice the value. Yeah, is it controversial because this is <clears throat> echoes of the Diablo Immortal monetization scheme? Yes, that's is that is that why it's controversial. Well, that's part of it. But it's the feels bad that like you have to be so here's how it was explained to me was the concept of the bundles get better the higher up you you climb and so what they um 
uh, it's our mourners because I took the screenshot a couple of days ago, but it says that now. <laughs> Actually, once you okay. buy them, they disappear from the shop. You don't see them anymore. It's a bit wonky, the implementation. It's very strange, right? So, but anyways, so here's, here's the, the deal. You, um, you, the way that they explained it was that, Hey, you're, you're rewarded for your skill in the game. Like, Hey, congrats! You made it to this rank. Here's a, a discounted bundle because congratulations. The flip side of that argument is, um, you know, f- for those people who aren't as good at the game, you don't have access to the same bundles as everybody else does, and they probably have less cards than you do too. So I, I you know, what do you say to that? Get good. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But so here's get the deal. And you can get a discount. So check this out. I didn't out, even though. think of that. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept though. And I, I forget because we play a ton and we hit legend and whatever. The reason that I gravitated towards this is that, so just a quick comparison. The first, I, I don't have all the prices here in front of me, but the first bundle, the bronze one, it's five packs for two ninety nine US. Uh, when in, in the store, it's two packs for two ninety nine. So you're getting three extra packs for the same price. The next bundle, the silver one is uh 12 packs for 6.99. And the the closest to that in the store is 15 packs for 19.99. And so like, wow, that's a good deal. You get up to the gold one, it's 17 packs for 9.99, which normally is 7 packs for 9.99, so 10 extra packs. And then after that, you start getting into platinum and above. Now they're including gold packs, and so the platinum one is 12 packs and six gold packs. And I think it was 1999, which normally is 15 packs, but the gold packs historically, for those of you who collect gold cards, the price point on these has always been ridiculous. Like you can buy them, but it was like, Oh yeah, 20 gold packs for a hundred dollars or whatever. Like the, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And so when I see these, the other piece for me, they're standard packs, and normally I wouldn't do this, but the new set is coming out in three weeks. And it you know, this depends on because of duplicate protection. If you've got all of the old ones, you're guaranteed to open the new ones, right? Um Yeah, so just save them. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not opening mine. And so no I, 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 I thought it's the exact same thing. Yeah, and so that that was my thought. It was like Hey, this is rad. Uh, I'm not going to, these bundles are a great deal and I'm going to be opening up new cards because I don't have them yet. And so I'll just save them and open them up on August 2nd and especially like these gold packs. And so this is the only reason I'm trying to hit standard legend is because I want the bundle um, because it's such a good deal. So the, I don't have pictured here the diamond uh, or the legendary one. I got the diamond one offered yesterday or today and do you know what you get offered for the legendary one? Did, did anyone share uh, that with you? Someone did. Let me find it real quick. There's a, um, I saw it on Twitter and let me look real quick, but somebody posted it and, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> 20 gold packs. It's 20. How much is it gold? It's 20 gold packs. I don't know. The screenshot I have here says is in a different currency. Wow. Okay, I have 40 USD. So that's going to be like what, 65 Canadian? Yeah. Still for 20 Still pretty good. For Still pretty good actually. 
based on what we got before, like and that just the price point is so good and they don't offer the gold packs very often. And when they do like, so you remember, the, it's a good thing they don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, my, my poor wallet is already crying just thinking about it. And I, here's what happens, right? Like I queue up this even lock deck and they go, Oh, I've got this whole deck in gold except for two cards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or one card. And it's like, here we go again. Eh, you know, it's better now with this upgrade feature. But, but good, oh, yeah. goodness gracious. Like, yeah, in the past, uh, the price point were ridiculous. And it, there were so few and far between that I think I've always kind of like taken that bait. Like, please don't offer me. Like, there's here's your tier one bundle. Here's your tier two bundle. It's like, please don't offer me a tier three. I can't say no. And uh, so anyways, yeah. I, I just realized with the, the upgrade feature, we don't have to worry about um, crafting the golden legendary we want prior to opening our packs. Because... When we crack it normal, we can just upgrade it anyway. Yes, but I will say last time there was the, the turnaround time for um, being able to get full dust refund for the diamond ones was like one day. I remember because like Sir Finley uh, came out in diamond and I, I packed a golden one and uh, I got my full dust refund, but it, I, I think it was only available for like one, maybe two days. It was so short. So you know i guess beware but yeah i know i agree this this uh my my dust has been way better utilized with this upgrade feature you save so much so it's really nice the other thing i'm just so excited about is the um random random hero portraits coming with this new set will be great uh it looks like we've got one more bundle in the works for hero portraits because with the, the fire festival ones they still haven't released like you can see them in the game, but they're not available yet. At least the the warlock Nemzi one and the shaman, um, uh, Murloc dude. I can't think of his name. Uh, but the fire festival one for those two are like you can see them in the shop, but you can't buy them yet. So probably on Tuesday, we'll be getting another bundle. If I had to guess. Anyways, yeah. So that there's the controversy. It's the uh. It's that like you have to be good in order to get the deal, and for those people who don't hit, you know, platinum, diamond, legend, whatever, then they don't have. Now that being said, like once you start hitting the golden packs, like you've now reached whale territory, anyways, and so it, I feel like gold is not too bad of a stretch for the average player, maybe. That being said, the other piece that's weird is that not everyone gets it. And so that's where it felt bad also. Some people being like, oh, oh, I want, I, I, I'd buy that if it was in my shop, but it's not. And so that's kind of weird. So it's glitchy too. So I got offered bronze, silver, and gold this morning. I bought them. I hit diamond yesterday, although there was a gap between... I took a break, so I don't know when it registered. But they disappeared from the shop. And Pigpen was saying that he sees them in the shop still, saying his own. I don't even see them anymore. So it'll be interesting to see if I get the um, diamond and, and platinum ones. Um, 
So it's not consistent. It's interesting because it seems almost like a damned if they do, damned if they don't situation. So um, there's going to be people who decry it as Diablo Immortal style monetization. I will say this. The bundles in Diablo Immortal that you get offered as you progress through the game are not even worth buying. Like if you're going to spend money in Diablo Immortal, there are better ways to spend money. Although arguably it's not worth spending any money unless you're going to be spending thousands of dollars. But that's an aside. Whereas the value here is really good. So the kind of even though you're getting good value here, you're still being decried as you know, kind of the same predatory model. And then you got the people who do want to buy it because it's a good deal, but who are locked out of it because maybe they they struggle to hit diamond or legend or whatever they are in terms of, of their skill set. So you've got a lot of negative. But then on the other side, they've got Unate playing standard, heavily invested in it. And when's the last time you were heavily invested in standard? I remember the last time you hit standard legend, you're like, yeah, I was in the tub and I was playing on the iPad. And, you know, you like... know, I've only hit. So this is really interesting. Uh, let me pull. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up here. I don't. True story. I, it, it is. So sheep, sheep got me got me doing this i've only so i've hit wild legend now uh 30 times no 29 29 times um which is cool uh i've done it every every month uh since april of 2020 i hit the first time was back in when they when they changed the ladder system basically yeah the it, i think it was it was either right before or, or right right after i hit april legend. was when they changed the ladder system because okay. that was the first time i i hit legend you never forget your first time right right i i hit legend for the first time with egg paladin back in uh march of 2018 and so and then after that i was like well i'll just hit d5 every month because the difference between like there was no star bonuses and the difference between the the rewards at the end of the month was like one extra card and it's just not it was it used to be a people say it's grindier now i don't know my perception is that it was such a slog it's way back in the day. there's no way it's grindier now that it's, makes no sense it's way maybe better if you're now. starting with no star bonus it is but like yeah, i feel like even at, even at 10 stars it feels it's not that I, I don't bad know. it's not that bad it, yeah with the 10 i mean i've had 11 now for the last several months and i've had it prior to that as well and it's way less like 11 makes is like i don't want to say easy mode but you kind of sail even the 10 is not too bad so so wild legend 29 times now which is cool standard legend uh three times three times the first time was with that face hunter that that i did like co-op with blue train Miko I, face. and then i did it in the bathtub with a uh, questline hunter in um in march of this year and then the next month in april i used that ramp druid before it got nerfed and i went 12 and 0 into legend yeah that was wild i remember that, that. was that was that, that was, was great but and i haven't done it since because like wh who cares and this is getting me to play standard i've been playing um big big spell mage i'm currently i think i'm on a seven game win streak at the moment and kind of just sailed into d5 um but I probably wouldn't, you know, usually I'll do like my daily quests in, in standard. And, uh, now I'm playing because I want this bundle. So yeah, I heard Looks that, like it's working. Heard that, uh, one skill level raises 50% in the bathtub. Yeah. And just wait until you add golden cards. If you have a golden deck, it increases another 50%. And so, uh, 
you know, it's probably also just being <laughs> relaxed in general, right? Like, can you see yourself raging in the bathtub? <laughs> uh, if I was playing Hearthstone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty relaxed, although, you know, I I would love, like, my dream house. I want, like, one of those big jacuzzi tubs, because I always have these little, it's like, you know, combo, like, shower bathtub and... And my feet hanging out the side and just not. Hey, I've got one of those, but it also has jets. Okay. You can get regular size ones with jets. You can do it. Um, okay. Okay. One of these days, one of these days. So, but anyways, yeah, it's got me invested in playing standard, which, uh, it feels like a giant RNG fiesta between playing random mage and random rogue. And, uh, it's it's kind of rage inducing like you can't oh should have played around it um i i mean i i I don't follow standard that closely someone said that never has there been so many low skill cap decks well i i feel like like thief rogue is is all over the place and like the random factor is it's not very good though no, I don't know. it's not great, but it scams games, and that's kind of how the big mm. spell mage is. Like you, you, it's, you don't know what you're gonna get, and I don't know. It, I, I will say that nothing has really like gelled on me that hard. Like I've been playing big spell mage because I, I feel like I can pilot it really well. I wanted to play. I played a whole bunch of that curse warlock and. I like the idea, but it's just was like losing way more than I was winning, but I enjoy it. Um, it felt good burning people's cards and zapping them with the curses. And oh, it's kind of fun. Um, the quest, the quest priest and standard is interesting. Big. I played a lot of that big beast hunter last season. I usually hit D5 just to try to... Here's the thing. Once you lose your star bonus, it sucks trying to get it back. And I took a break from standard for a couple of months, and I went down to almost like seven stars or something. And having mm. having lost the bonus after a certain point is not enjoyable. I only have eight stars in standard, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. So I, like I, that only gets you to like platinum, I think, and that's I it. I wish I knew how they plat figured five. these things. It's platinum. It, yeah. I hit, I hit standard legend about as infrequently as you, Nate. I've done it. I did it once with some jank aggro paladin because I was just farming wins for golden portrait. I did it once with the the gibberling druid when it was popular. Mm-hmm. I did it once with big warrior when that was a thing for a minute. And then with um, Mech Paladin. Yet, I always keep 10 stars. Huh. Right, go why, figure. Why? Why? So, Nate, we're pretty... I, I'd say that we're pretty close in terms of skill set and rank. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, we enter in about the same rank. You know, we play oftentimes the same kind of... So, why then am I 10 stars and, and you're not? Like, what? <laughs> what? So, your skill doesn't translate to standard, but mine does? No, it, it feels so arbitrary and random, right? You know and, what, though? And, like, I, I would I, say... I goof off a lot in standard, too. Like, some months I'll just play, like, the meme deck to, like, bronze seven and just call it, you know? So, I, I don't know. 
I don't understand the system at all because uh, we discussed, I think it was on last week's show, that on EU, I didn't play. I hit, I think, Bronze 5. Didn't play. Sheep played all the way to, like, Diamond 2, right? Lost his 10-star bonus, but I kept mine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason why. We just don't know what it is. And I've been, I've been... I've been talking about this for years now. Um, I've kind of moved past it. I mean, it just, as you say, it sucks because, like, you, you, you know, it's especially now. I mean, think about it. Now, if you, if you were like, I want to gain access to these bundles and you've got a seven star multiplier, it's just going to be that much harder for, or not harder. Let me rephrase. It's going to be that much more time consuming yes. for you. Um, and, you know, it, if you really wanted those bundles, you really want those bundles. I mean, I, I, to me, again, I think that they're trying things out. They're taking chances. I like that. Certainly the monetization of Hearthstone has gone way up. Mm -hmm. You know, they sell more cosmetics. There's more bundles. I will say this. One thing, I don't know who pointed this out. I think it was someone saying this on a stream. I was lurking in they're not offering the battleground rewards anymore in the mega bundle that just started with this set and yeah. uh yeah no they mentioned it it was someone on twitter one of the devs i think and they that's the shame had mentioned that they were going to extend like anyone that ha currently has the uh the battleground perks that they were going to extend, but that they weren't going to be included. And what they said, which I was really irritated by, I think you'll, you'll feel this as a, you know, casual Mercs player. Oh, well we didn't include the battlegrounds perks. And instead we gave you 10 mercenary packs. I was like, Oh sweet. More carryal coins. Now I can have a, uh, you know, 20,000 of them. Like, <laughs> so I really like Mercs. Um, I do. I do too. But like, and, the problem is, is that I don't think they're doing any favors to the format when they force people to do bounties for like the fire festival or they're giving people 10 mercs. Like, I'm sorry, like I like mercs and I invest a lot of time into it, yeah, but same. 10 mercs packs does not equal the battleground um, pass or whatever you want to call it. No. And I understand it. They're trying to monetize the game. They want, like, their most popular game mode probably makes them the least amount of money, and they need to try and figure that out to sustain it. But, yeah, but they're so. I don't know. I, that being said, though, they sell uh, cosmetics for Battlegrounds all the time. Like, but are people buying them? I, mean, I, I, I'm not asking, I'm not implying anything with that question. I, I have no clue <laughs> if people are buying them or not. Like, I, I was, I stopped because I don't play stopped. the mode. I know one person who buys them all religiously that's it me <laughs> oh you, you i know two people who buy them religiously i didn't know that you bought them all oh uh, ben, yeah ben from work buys them all at least he used to he's been not playing as much maybe 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 they do is that an i mean riot funds all their games basically through cosmetics um you know wizard doesn't i don't i don't know if that works or doesn't i do want to see the game flourish for for a long time to come I think that 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 they're they're trying things and some things are successful, some things kind of backfire. I think that 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 they should keep trying things, but I think that they sometimes do stumble into obvious traps. Like they must have known that P 
people weren't going to be happy replacing battleground perks if that's what it's called i don't remember what the actual thing is called the tavern pass with mm-hmm. 10 mercs packs well a lot like, of people don't play mercs like i i don't know i i mean i feel bad for saying it but i kind of think that the uh, i'm kind of curious how successful it's been i really don't know i mean maybe ask zombies or somebody that plays more you saw the firestone released some stats from their tracker which is probably not very indicative so merc's pvp is like flatline dead Mm. merc's pve actually has a decent amount of people playing it relative to like the other modes that are dead i really Um, you have to grind the pve before you can play the pvp Yeah, yeah. like, I haven't played the PvP. Like, I didn't play it for a while because the meta was god-awful with Trigor the Lasher. Now it's actually really good. The problem is they dumped 20 new mercs, and I've been grinding on them hard, and and I've changed my approach to make the the grind more sustainable, but it's still a big investment up front. And, 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 uh, you know, they are supposedly reworking the coin system and they're adding an end game. And, and I'd like to see more PV, PVP, um, but obviously it's taking, uh, sorry, more PVE, um, compelling I, PVE. It's taking more time and I love probably the, not going to see it. Yeah. I've really enjoyed the PVE. I've got all, like most of them done heroic. It's really had been fun and a good way to like level up some of the characters I will say I've absolutely enjoyed the uh, the free diamond cards that we've been getting, like Diamond Nazoth, Diamond Yash Yasharaj, Diamond Yog. It's, it, it's interesting. Like, so the, the, those events have been wonderful, but they've been criticized along the same lines as this uh, standard pack bundle thing we've been talking about. Because you know everyone probably can get Yog for free. You know, task two. But like mm-hmm. you need a lot of the mercs to 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 do the high like getting the diamond portrait is is even with the old guardian and the zombies go non nom guides it's it's they can get tough they can if you're missing a key merc for a challenge like it you know well you need is... to be invested in the game mode to get those rewards that yeah. you can't just be a a newer player. I mean, most you could do it free to play. They have those videos too. But if you've only gotten into the game mode somewhat recently, it, it must be impossible. It it is, and I think this is where I forget sometimes as as more of like the whale player or somebody's invested a lot of time and and frankly a lot of money into it, is that yeah, when I've got all of the cards, like okay, cool, I can just do it. Um, I did a co-op a while back with Goliath, who was trying to unlock. I don't one of these old god things um level up some you know cards or whatever it was and I was like oh yeah use the nature comp oh I I, I don't have uh Alfurian oh okay that's fine use the uh, the holy comp oh I don't have Anduin uh, all right well let's try fire oh well I don't have rag and it's like oh my gosh like these are the good you know you need those legendary cards and you can grind the coins but it takes forever yeah and the the monetization of it like the the pull rate uh of 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 like cards from packs like oh there's there's one good way we've talked about this with zombies before is the idea that like the only time i'll buy the bundles is if i can you know i guarantee i'm gonna get a diamond portrait like i bought one this past week because uh i was gonna guaranteed get the um the diamond thrall and i was like Mm. oh okay I, i will do that but if it's just like 
random legendary card, like, yeah, no, I'm going to get a, you know, baseline portrait for some, someone what I've already got the good card, you know, or I'm going to get a, a golden version of some Merc that I don't want. Like, it's just a, and then these packs, like, those, hey, so I got this bundle and those 10 Mercs packs, you know how many portraits I opened up? Big fat zero. And I'm still missing a handful. Like, wow. And even we're talking like not even the legendary ones, like some of the epic ones. And I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's not quite the same. I don't, people don't realize how good they have it now. Doing the um, duplicate protection for Hearthstone revolutionized oh. things. I'll never forget. You know, I was missing cards and I opened up at least three copies of the, uh, that murloc quest um in in shaman and i was like I, I was missing a bunch of legendary cards and i kept opening the same one over and over like what the heck is going on like i opened it three times and i'm still missing a bunch and i was like i i was so mad like I, this, this game is rigged i i don't understand what's going on here nothing so, is more disappointing than when you see that golden orange glow and then you got a nat peggle when you already had a nat peggle right like it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's so much better now yeah yep anyways well i mean hopefully uh they 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 get that uh figured out um it'll be interesting to see how much the the pass costs for battlegrounds it was one of those things that i liked to do because it was included with my mega bundle yeah um I don't know if I'll get it. I don't know. I yeah. don't play that much Battlegrounds, so I enjoy it, but like, and that's what like I buy the cosmetics because I like having the the collection aspect of it. But if the perks, like all it's going to be is that I can choose four instead of choose two, like I I don't want to pay twenty bucks a month or whatever it's going to be for that. Like I think it was like twenty five for the cycle as Canadians. It's probably like twenty bucks for the yeah. expansion cycle. We'll I don't know why they, they should do. include it in the tavern pass or whatever. I don't know. They let you buy it with gold, then okay, whatever. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine they'll do that. They're gonna want like hard currency for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, well, hey, we've been at it for about two hours. I think let's uh, maybe transition out. We we've got a weekly challenge to go to go through and. Um, want to touch on that real quick so last week uh and listen you guys had any any final tidbits or thoughts on this bundle stuff excuse me Bless i thought you. i muted i failed <laughs> that was a good nice thought though blue train i hit the mute button huh? I, I huh? the show. i'm sorry huh? guys that's We're my final thought <laughs> <laughs> If only it sounded like that when I sneezed. <laughs> oh dear. Alright, so last week Pharrell handy. <laughs> nice. Uh so we do a weekly challenge each week. The weekly challenge last week was to uh you know, to to make a Prince Renathal deck. Thank you bonus points for sticking other princes in it, particularly Balcazar. Um and uh, hey, jam as many princes or princesses uh as you as you can and yeah, you could put Princess Huhura in, and <laughs> but uh, anyways, we got a couple late submissions, which were fun. It was hilarious because we didn't get any until I think it was earlier today, and I had run into somebody on ladder playing um, this uh, this beautiful pile of cards right here, fifty card deck, by the way. So uh, Prince Renathal and Prince Malkathar, Malkazar 
and Cthulhu the Shattered for five bonus cards. And, oh wow! Uh, or or four extra cards plus the coin. I was like, what is this? Um, on ladder, by the way, at uh, Diamond Three. <laughs> <laughs> on ladder. And so, I um, I I was merciless, but I think uh, to to the person who played this deck, Spongy, you are a legend in my in my heart, <laughs> and I <laughs> applaud you for playing this on ladder. But uh, I was like, "What? What is this now?" Um, <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's uh, some cards right there. Anyhow, so um, winner of uh, of this challenge is Ultikan, no surprise, who made a Renathal OTK deck, and um, I have a YouTube link here to watch it. Let me let me just pull it up here real quick. Have you noticed how many views Ultikan's video has? I had twenty six thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't believe it blew up right wow uh yeah that's that's uh well done as 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 thrall would say that's incredible all right so let's it really uh, is let me sorry i'm trying to resize this for the the screen here here's a this is a prince prince renathal otk deck here and uh, I'll, I'll share the link in the show notes and and here it is in chat if anyone wants to to check it out later and uh yeah subscribe to ulticon so just a phenomenal player by the way these these that we always like sing ulticon's praises because we're like oh yeah who, who can get the biggest weapon and it's like 10 15 20 ulticon eight thousand. it's like wh- what <laughs> it's <laughs> like so all right so here's this prince renathal 2k it's uh it's only 42 seconds i'm just gonna play it here Paladin deck, by the way. So it looks like the combo is Zeph uh, doing shield slam on the... <laughs> it's, I don't know the name of the minion. It's the one that whenever you uh, it, it takes damage, you do that much damage to the hero, and so it's a it's a whole bazillion armor with a oh, sorry YouTube autoplay, um, a whole bunch of armor with with the cow, and then uh, Zeph shield slam. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, this is done with mage, by the way. Right? Oh, like, was it? No, it was, I, I think it was Paladin. It's Paladin. Is it Paladin? Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. I, I see. Uh, <laughs> I see the Mage Hero Power. So that's, well, what that's I funny. I'd probably surf Finley with the new Hero Power. It was probably yeah, so Silas. Yeah, Silas Dark Silas Moon. Too. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty funny. Combo with the Shield Slam. <laughs> Go figure. Like, can't even tell what class it is. That's right. So <laughs> that's the other piece that's been pretty funny. Like, there's so many skins now. That half the time one of these skins pulls up, I'm like, what deck is that? And like the rogues are never rogues anymore, anyways. And and it's uh, you know, I half the time I would just wait until like random uh we can start using rando random hero portraits and then I'm gonna be confused as to what deck I'm playing. <laughs> when I queue ten X standard this month and I queue into a warrior with a non gold hero portrait. They've been rogue 100% of the time. I don't even mull for warrior. 
Oh, wow. Wow. I did get... Actually, it's a lie. One time it was a warrior, and they wrecked me with the... With the the AOE card because I was playing Murlocs. That was a feels bad, but uh, yeah, my Estra is one of those things that's gonna be, it's gonna be a thing, yeah, uh, forever. I tried it for a minute a couple months back with with Fish Rogue. It's trying to be cute, it's not worth it. No, <laughs> I remember queuing into Blue Train. <laughs> I was so mad. I thought it was. Why did I get mad at you every time I queue into you, Nate? I thought it was Mine Rogue. I'm like, oh, no, you're a Mine Rogue. And then it turned out just to be Aggro Rogue. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I just. <laughs> you're, an was... honor, you're an honorable Maestro Rogue. I was just trying to scam wins, and it was cute a couple of times. Like, you know, I, the goal was to have people mulligan wrong. And uh, it. You didn't play that for long, did you? No, because it sucked. And. and... <laughs> I'm I'm o for two or two for two, raging when I queue into Nate. Cool. Let's let's, let's just keep that going. <laughs> I I will say I mean, when I, I queue, I think in... it's pretty easy to do, right? I I get angry every time I play Hearthstone lately. It seems it's a me problem. <laughs> it, when I yeah, I don't know. I always queue in you. I'm like, oh no. Um, I it's oh, it's always interesting, especially at this like eleven X range. You're queuing, starting queuing into like the the really really good players I'm like oh no i'm playing against lasagna oh no i'm playing i queued into rotted on my climb and i drew uh i drew blood of gahoon and blood of gahoon number two and then yeah. i and then i drew neptalon oh no and i just got just bottom right concede it was like <laughs> this is i'm not gonna nope not happening he's like why'd you why why like you didn't have to do that i was like no man i i i I drew all three patches. It was not <laughs> happening. And, <laughs> and, and that's when I knew that it was time to like switch and not play that deck anymore. Anyways. Uh, congrats, Ulticon, on, a, on another um, yeah, that's job, really, job that's well really done. really awesome. So, uh, sorry for going off on a tangent there, but yeah, Ulticon, as always, amazing work. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to do a little bit of Photoshopping and, and get this achievement also up on uh, our website, Hall of Fame. Congrats on the YouTube content, though. My goodness, uh, 26,000 views. Like, holy cow, dude. Right. Um, yes, that's uh, that is more than two, as Sheep would say. <laughs> <laughs> so cool beans. Well, hey, uh, we do have a challenge for this week. Uh, let's see. You want to go over at Hydra, and I'll try to find some artwork here to stick up on the screen. Yeah, sure. We we were asking in in chat here because we were trying to figure out what we should do for this week, and Pigpen submitted best custom location card. So for this week's challenge, we're gonna go back to the best custom card. We've done this one in the past, and we usually get a really good turnout with these best custom cards so if you're not familiar the location cards are the new card types that have been introduced into this next expansion and nate what was the name of the website that we were using for the custom cards uh it's hearthcards.net hearthcards.net and i just checked actually the um the location cards have been added uh to their website awesome so, so they're there now. Once you you've gotten your location card on hearthcards.net, you can post a screenshot of it in our Discord in the weekly challenges channel. 
and the winner will be announced on next week's show, and you will receive two Hearthstone packs on us and be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website. So really looking forward to all your submissions. Everyone seems to have some really great ideas. Yeah, it's always really fun. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see these. We, depending on what the challenges are, sometimes we get, you know, a lot of responses, sometimes not very many. And we've seemed to get a lot more people involved with the custom cards. And so I'm, I've been really enjoying doing that. And especially with these new locations, um, should be lots of fun. So looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. And remember for this one, uh, it's obviously not just build the biggest thing or whatever. So it's a little subjective. We sort of take a look at these and, you know, pick our favorite. Hey, that's cool. I like picking my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. Who doesn't? Right? Um, well, uh, hey, that that just about wraps it up uh, for our show. But I think, um, I think for old time's sake, I want to kind of do something funky since we have a guest. So, uh... And now, <laughs> unrelated advice. Hey! Blue Train, can you, uh, can you tell me, I'll, I'll give you an easy one. What, what is the, what is your pick for best jazz record of, of the month? Of the month? Um, I need some chill vibes to, to listen to as I try to grind a uh, standard legend over here. And so, uh, as, as we do, if I'm left to my own devices to play DJ, I end up with music that nobody else enjoys and so i i typically as a lot of people do like draco is my dj i will do the blue train is my dj and uh what do you recommend okay so i'll i'll i have two recommendations um and i'm basing them off of my trip to montreal so okay. it just so happens that montreal has a jazz fest every year and it's one of the best in the world um, no, no exaggeration. This isn't the hometown pride. It's it's actually really good. And um, this year, uh, a wonderful saxophonist named Kamasi Washington was headlining the free show. That, and that dude is really some, good, by the way. He's really good, and he makes a lot of really interesting music. Um, so his he's got a few records. Um, I like and, that. I like that Street Fighter one or whatever it's called. Yeah, so that record is called Heaven and Earth. Okay. Um, and most of the music that was part of that show, um, was from the album Heaven and Earth. Would really recommend it. A little bit of a challenging listen. As a bonus, on his first record called The Epic, he does a cover of a song called Cherokee with lyrics which is really awesome. I was listening to it today while I was working. So that's my pick. If that's a little bit too rough, you want something a little bit smoother, what I was listening to on the plane ride back uh, is a record called, and I'm pulling it up here because I'm old and I can't remember anything. I actually recommended this record to Zombies. Uh, it goes nom nom. He played the whole thing on a stream. He really enjoyed it. The artist is called James Taylor Quartet, and the record is called In the Hand of the Inevitable. Um, this is early 90s. It's kind of like a, a soul, um, acid jazz, kind of like a, a funky vibe, really smooth. So if like the Kamasi Washington thing's a little bit too gritty for you, a little bit maybe of a challenging listen, then definitely 
uh, James Taylor Quartet in the Hand of the Inevitables, a really, really awesome record, which is the kind of thing you probably would have heard me listening to unironically 20 years ago hmm. uh, as, a, as a young lass. So those are my two recommendations for the month. Um, of course, if you ever want other recommendations, I'm always happy to provide them. That was an easy one. I thought you were going to ask uh, no, that's embarrassing. No, that's a softball one. That's yeah, a softball you gave me the softball. Right. Right. Have you ever? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to play a game. We're going to play a game. It's called Never Have I Ever. And uh... <laughs> Never have I ever listened to a country record not under protest. Although I will say this. Um, so uh, your significant other can have different musical tastes than you and you still can have a very happy marriage um we're going to be celebrating our 14th anniversary very soon and my wife likes country music i i I don't judge she 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 kind of like has the same reaction to like the music i like to listen to so uh hong kong pop and country music i mean what a world <laughs> <laughs> well well you you heard that here folks so uh <laughs> wiser words were never spoken and you heard that oh <laughs> wait I'm, I'm getting yelled at here <laughs> good hey hey so everybody uh check out check out blue train by the way um i i love how you always say you know stream infrequently because that's uh i you know, kind of copied you on that one and being able to only stream when I feel like it is a very nice, um, you know, a nice thing to be able to do. But uh, twitter.com slash blue train or at blue train. It's B L U T R A N E. I imagine it's probably the same at Twitch, but we always enjoy it is. having you on the show and hanging out and having fun. Always so, a pleasure. I love being here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll do it for real. Wiser words were never spoken. And you heard that on More to be. Wild. <laughs> Perfect. Job's done.